Welcome back to another Daily Dose. I'm your host, Mike. Broadcasting from Los Angeles every week, I bring you news info that could affect you. And along the way, I'll answer commonly asked questions in the hopes that it can help somebody out there. So if you find some value, smash the like and sub if you want to stick around. Today's Daily Dose is sponsored by Anchor.fm, a platform where you can record, edit, and distribute your podcast. And of course, grassstore.com, cannabis delivered in 45 minutes or less. Use the coupon code daily to save 40% on your first purchase. So today's top headline is this one right here. As you can see, uh, Mike Tyson is now making ear-shaped weed gummies. It's very, very interesting that uh, he's doing that. I don't even know if I want to eat something like that. I guess it matters if it's just strong, if it uh, does the trick, and if you like edibles. Um, How long it'll last, who knows? And of course, the second major headline is this one here. And I think this is probably the most important one. Uh, States that have legalized weed have so much money, they don't know what to do with it. We're going to dive into that article for sure and talk a little bit about it. I I find it hard to believe that they do not know what to do with it when we know there's lots and lots of problems in uh, the cities. So we can discuss exactly how we may be able to allocate some of these funds. Chances are it's already probably been um, promised for somewhere else through backdoor deals and the like. So let me share the screen with you and we'll begin. So first up is the Mike Tyson brand is making ear-shaped weed gummies. It says it's unclear whether Holyfield will receive a bite of the profits from the gummies. That's cute the way they worded that. But still, would you guys eat this? Um for me, it's always about uh, whether or not it's actually worth it. Price to strength comparisons, things like that. Uh, I don't see how it being an ear would be uh, uh, desirable, I guess is the word I would say. So whatever. The next one is this one here, and it's probably the most important. It affects all of us. So states are flush with cannabis cash and are fighting over what to do with it. According to NBC News, anyways. I mean, I don't know how much we can trust their articles, but we're going to uh, kind of dive into this a little bit and see what the hell it's saying. So sales have been a boon to revenues in 11 states. As the cannabis tax revenue boosts state treasuries, activists and politicians are jockeying over how to spend it. In California, state cannabis growers are pushing the legislature to lower the taxes they're required to pay as we are struggling here. Um, A move that child advocates say will cut funds meant for vulnerable communities. And on the East Coast, a battle over tax spending pushed back an early start of cannabis sales in Virginia. More than $3 billion in cannabis revenue was generated in 2021. A handful of states over the last four years have attempted to pass laws directing a portion of that money to programs and grants aimed at neighborhoods and people who lawmakers and cannabis equity uh, activists say were disproportionately targeted for arrests and imprisonment for drug possession during the past 50 years. Other programs give minority business owners priority access to cannabis business licenses. And we have talked about that too. It's those efforts that are causing fights. Of the 11 states that 
collected recreational cannabis tax revenue in 2021. Just four, California, Colorado, Illinois, and Massachusetts spent money on such restorative justice and equity programs. And this is according to an NBC News analysis of state fiscal year budgets. Illinois spent the most, devoting almost a quarter of its cannabis revenue to such programs. I would most certainly say these programs are important and uh, we should right the wrongs of the past but uh, there's the cities are very troubled. I mean, I live in a major one myself here in Southern California. It's uh, there are a lot of problems. This money could be used to uh, to alleviate some of these things uh, if if proportionately um, allocated and responsibly uh, reviewed. And it's not been like that. For example, here in California, there was an idea of building a bullet train from here to San Francisco, and it never really materialized, uh, but a lot of money was spent on it. I think it was billions of dollars, um, and it stopped short. They built until they couldn't build anymore, and this is, I think, a type of strategy that has worked for a long time. Um, you underbid the contract, you get the contract, you build as far as you can, and then you say you're out of money and you need more money. And because the job is already halfway done, you don't want to back off. You want to provide the funding so they can finish it. It's better than nothing, right? At this very moment, the bullet train stops at Bakersfield, and that is not that was not the intended place or destination for it. Uh, very troubling how uh, the money is managed and how these contracts are dished out. The, the same would be said about how we're looking at the cannabis revenue. We are looking at uh, 20 plus billion annually as a market in its infancy, which will continue to grow rapidly uh, over the coming years. It'll be, I don't know, uh, 5x growth over the coming years, up to 100 billion annually. Uh, it may even surpass that shortly after. So with all this cannabis tax revenue, where should we be spending it? It's, uh, it's great that they want to address some of these inequities by people who have been disproportionately affected by cannabis laws. Um, but is there any oversight on this spending? Is it, uh, is it actually having or yielding the type of positive results they're hoping for? It's not to say these programs are... Um, useless because uh, oftentimes the money is squandered. It's, it's a good effort and it's towards a good cause. And hopefully we learn from these lessons so we don't do this shit again in the future with, uh, um, with drug laws or any type of laws that, um, that have a massive impact on society and we're having to put away large numbers of people for it into jail ruining their lives effectively. So I don't know if we'll learn from that, but that is, that is a hope of mine. It's, it's okay to be hopeful. Um, I'm not disappointed when, uh, when it doesn't really turn out that way. It's kind of expected from the people in these positions. Uh, large, large amounts of money, guys. It's really insane. I can't believe they're fighting over what to do with it. Um, crazier to think that only four states out of the 11 have actually allocated money to the programs. So what did the other seven do with the cash? Is it just sitting there? Or like how they, how they 
going to use that money if it hasn't already been used on those specific programs. As I suppose when a lot of these states had began making these uh, uh, or started passing some of these laws, the goal was to uh, allocate some of that money towards the uh, equity programs they're speaking about. And that may not be all the money either. It still begs the question, where does the rest go? I believe for a long time, medical marijuana here in California, part of that tax revenue was supposed to go towards education. Education necessarily hasn't improved in California. And we are talking almost 15 years of tax revenue uh, just from the medical side. By 2015, I honestly couldn't say I would see much of an improvement in the education system from the dollars that were uh, supposedly allocated towards those programs. Now, um, of course, it's a big state, and it's probably tough to, um, to quantify the effect uh, if we are just talking about pockets of neighborhoods and cities across the state. Um, I certainly hope that some children definitely benefited from these uh, funds. Uh, but there's other things, too. There's a lot of things that need to get fixed. For example, um, a good example here in California is the, the homeless crisis that has been ongoing for a very, very long time. And um, some of my feelings are that it was intentionally kind of let uh, out of control um, in the hopes that people and their outcry would beg for any type of, uh, any type of resolution to it, in which case then those within those positions can come in and be like, we have a solution. It would have been easier to solve this over 10 years ago uh, when it began becoming a problem. Rather, now it's out of control. And it ties into the fact that uh, money is uh, being dispersed towards uh, helping people on the street. Um, and it's showing us, the data is showing us that it is not effective and we're overspending. So who's over overlooking these things? Where's the oversight? I remember I came across an article that suggested about $800,000 was being spent on housing um, one homeless person or uh, a handful, which was uh, mind-blowing. That is really irresponsible. The same would be said about the large numbers of money being generated through cannabis and the tax revenues for it. Um, if we were to allocate to various different programs from these funds, uh, how do we know it's not going to be abused? Just, just as we're seeing all these other programs uh, abusing the shit out of the system and milking it dry for cash, uh, the cannabis market and the tax revenues from it are ripe for taking advantage of. And at this very moment, I think as citizens, we're all just really excited and happy that it's becoming legalized. But these are all the things that are happening behind the scenes that uh, are going to affect us down the road. We may not know it um, and we may not know what it's going to look like, but those effects will begin to seep into society over uh, a period of years and we'll wonder how the hell did this happen so how it happened is the the way it always has happened is time enough time goes by and people forget and they don't think about it we're all preoccupied with our lives and um the fuckery continues behind the scenes among those who have their hands in the uh the pot and just 
money vanishes over time until there's some kind of investigation, if any. So it's a kind of a tough situation. We have all this money and yet these people are fighting over how to spend it. Um, and none of the methods or none of the places they would like to allocate them to are, um, are completely public. Like we don't know what they're fighting over. Where do they want to allocate it? What's the reason behind it? Uh, cost to benefit uh, analysis for whatever it's worth. What do you guys think about this situation? If you live in a state that's uh, supposedly uh, uh, overflowing with cash from tax revenue, what would you like to see um, change for the better in your state with some of that money? I'm sure all of us have an idea of something that we would like uh, improved in our communities. And with this abundance of money um, and proper oversight, it could happen. That's the a key issue is oversight and accountability. That's it for today. I'll catch you guys on the next one.